because I had to turn on my air conditioning because it was 80 degrees up in the loft. Like, what the heck? It was like 28 the other day, and now it's hot. It's been okay here. I think it's like been 40 here all day. Ew. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Tennessee is bipolar. It's like freezing, and then it's hot, and then it's freezing, and then it's hot. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to tell you what I've been watching because I'm sure you have a uh, a list that is a mile long. It is. I'll just do mine because it's just a few. I have watched, and I'm sure a couple of ours will be the same. Well, maybe just one. I have watched The Fall of the House of Usher. I'm actually on my second uh, watch because this is what I do. I watch something. I decide that I think that Tweed might like it, and then I go back and watch it with Tweed. And he won't binge anything, so we've been watching one episode a night, and we are, I think we have two episodes left. Oh, and I thought it was pretty good. I mean, as far as, like, if I was going to compare it to Midnight Club and Midnight Mass, better than both of those, not as good as Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. That is where I put this particular Mike Flanagan world. Um, where would I? What do you think? Hmm. I really, I mean, as problematic as Midnight Mass could have been, the more I like reflect back on it, I really liked it. I mean, it's dumb. I mean, but I, it was, <laughs> I did not like Midnight Club. Um, no, I didn't, I, it started out great and then it, I did not care for Bly Manor. I didn't like that one. So this ranks higher than that. So I would probably go. I'm going to say Hill House. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to go Hill House. I'm going to go Usher. Then I'm going to go um, Midnight Mass. Oh, God. I know. Oh. I really liked Usher. I liked all the... I did, too. I liked all the, the callbacks and the Easter eggs to, to, po. to Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. And it was twisty-turny. Yep. It was... Un, I mean, it, some things were, were expected and some things weren't. And I mean, because if you know the Poe stories, you're like, well, I know somebody's heart's going to be fucked up here in a minute. But it was... <laughs> I liked it, and it was a good cast, yes. and I think it was just the the right amount of Kate Seagal, because I think sometimes she can be a lot, like in Midnight Mass. So that's Aaron for you folks who don't know the actress's name. No. So, anyways, yeah, okay. Um, I I respect that ranking. Yes, I do, because I really like it too. I you know honestly I don't remember Bly Manor that well, but I do. I remember that I really liked it. Uh, I know people really like that one. I just, I, it didn't do as much for me as I think it did for everybody else. So anyways, continue on. Okay. And I finished The Summer I Turned Pretty season two and it was okay. Um, and then I started Gen V and mm. I'm, I'm on the second episode, so I didn't make it very far. Oh, and my daughter and I started Loki, like, you know, two, three years, however long it's been since the first season came out. Yeah. We decided to start it. I loved Loki the first season. So, yeah. Is that it? Is that any endo list? Um, I feel like I saw a movie. No, maybe I'm thinking of Boo Fest. Oh, boy. Yeah, I might be thinking of Boo Fest. The Curious George movie that my kids and I watch every year for Halloween. It's a tradition. And, and then we watch Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever for Christmas. Although I could watch that all year round because you know it's my favorite movie. I have such a list. Okay. Um, let's see. I finished all of Gen V and I watched the first episode and probably took like a week off. And then I watched the second and third and I was like, okay. And then I could took forever off. And I was like, it took a really long time to finish it. But I just, the, the last episode just came out this week. 
and I watched it right away because I was so ready to go, and I really liked it. A lot of people complained that it was a lot darker than The Boys. There wasn't as much comedic stuff, and I think that's okay. I think it was it was it's a different it's a different thing. Right. I mean, there's, I don't know, it, but it also turned very X Men towards the end. Like the mutants are better than humans because we're superheroes. Ugh. So it was very Magneto oh, towards yeah. the end, and I I'm I mean right. I love me some X Men. That's probably one of my favorite uh, Marvel series. But anywho. I, th- I thought it was really well done. I liked the characters. I liked the actors. I thought it was great. Uh, let's see. I just finished a series today. This is sad. This I finished. It came out maybe Friday. I don't, well, came out a couple days ago, and um, it's a four-part limited series on Netflix. All the light you cannot see. It was so good. Oh, devastatingly good. It's a huge. It's a huge bestseller. I I I read everything, and I had not read this one because it just didn't do anything for me. Oh, that was one of my mom's favorite books. Oh, it's War- World War Two historical, which historical fiction is really not my favorite. Mm, I neither. But it just it just really drew me in. It was really really good. I enjoyed it a lot. And the actress that plays the main character, no spoilers here. The main character is blind, and the actress that plays her is blind. And she has never done anything in her entire life. Like she's never oh, even wow. auditioned before. And she's and she kills it. Like I would be shocked if she doesn't get an Emmy. Not at least. So mm-hmm. She was so good. Anywho, um, what else did I watch? Um, we watched. Uh, this is the, my list is old now. It's been a bit. Um, we watched Ahsoka. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was lame. We watched Loki season two. It's a wreck. Okay. It's not Loki season one. That's for sure. And then I watched a bunch of movies. I watched Theater Camp on Hulu. It was very my life, and I enjoyed it. Made me laugh. I watched Totally Killer on Prime, which is the time travel yes, serial I've killer got movie. To watch that. It was okay. It was fun. I mean, it kept me guessing. I thought it was pretty good. And then I watched Boogeyman, which was on Hulu. It was meh. And then um, just the other day, I watched. It just came out was Quiz Lady on Hulu with Aquafina and Sandra Oh. I thought it was funny. Um, I think Aquafina is one note no matter what she does. She's very Ben Stiller. She has or Adam Sandler. They're just the same character throughout, and that works for her. She keeps making money, so whatever. End of list, I guess. Okay, well, uh, hello everyone. Welcome to That's Original Podcast, where we talk to you about all these streaming shows that we watch. And my name is Kelly. And I'm here with my friend Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. Oh, oh. oh my God. I forgot one thing. I went to go see Six, the musical, and it was fantastic. I loved it. It is such a fun musical. It's very catchy. It's like going to a concert. It's bright and flashy, and some songs are really fun. And it's not three hours long like Hamilton or Wicked. It was like an hour... 20 minutes, boom, no intermission, home by 10 o'clock type night. I loved it. Nice. I know. I went and saw Oklahoma. Ooh, I, I went and saw Oklahoma, Oklahoma last night. The winds come sweeping down the I know. It was really hard for me not to like scream it out because I was in high school and ugh, it was a lot. Oh, my mom and I used to love that movie. Okay. We are here today still talking about... Cruel Summer Season 2. Will it ever end? Please just kill Luke and let's be done with this. 
This is season two, episode seven. It's called The End of the World, but it's not the end of the season because it's like three more episodes after this. And I, I don't think I can do it. I don't understand what else they could put in here. But I remember <laughs> feeling that way about the last season. Like, okay. Yeah. And I feel that way about Echoes. Like, all right, why are we stretching it out? Just get to it. Yeah. Six episodes, maybe eight. This 10 nonsense is bullshit. I can't. I think this may be the only show where I've honestly contemplated being like, do we need to finish this? But we're going to finish it. We're going to finish it because we finished what we start. We're just going to, we're going to barrel through it. Okay. We're not quitters. No, we're not. Not Not within this particular aspect because, I mean, that's not exactly true. I'll quit. I'll literally quit. Like. I'll quit in the middle of quitting. Exactly. (laughs) I love quitting. I I actually really enjoy it. Not doing things. I'm going to quit. You know what? Never mind. Fuck it. And just walk away. (laughs) Like, I'm done. But we can't quit Cruel Summer. We're here. We're going to be talking today about July 31st, 1999, December 31st, 1999, and July 31st, 2000. Okay. (sighs) All right. I can do this. Megan and Isabella, they wake up to the radio. It's playing creep. Yeah, just creeping on the down low. If you know, you know. Well, Megan actually wakes up because it looks like Isabella has been awake in the bed staring at her for hours. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Doesn't she? She's just propped up on her, yeah. on her arm just yeah. staring. Megan is mortified about how the whole thing that right before she and Luke were getting ready to kiss, he pukes. And she's like, maybe it's a sign we aren't meant to be together. And Isabella's like, it's no big deal. Just pretend it didn't happen. I do that all the time. I'm sure you'll get another chance. I mean, how many girls are throwing themselves at Luke besides you and me? Like zero, okay? Cut to the winter times. Megan is in her room getting ready for a New Year's party. Isabella walks in and asks if she's ready to party like the world's gonna end. Megan is very short with her. She is, she just says, I'm ready for it to be tomorrow so I don't have to hear dumb jokes like that ever again. Because, you know, she's pissy with Isabella because she thinks Isabella kissed Luke at the plunge. Uh, and then she asks Isabella, oh, how was the plunge? <laughs> Isabella said it was cold and wet and not something she would ever do again. And, oh, I know you didn't ask, but my New Year's resolutions are to put everything that happened last year behind me and to be less of a slob. And Megan just presses her lips together and tight smile and says, "Mm, you do like it messy, don't you? (laughs) Isabella Chatham, goodbyes. And honestly, who wouldn't? Because Megan is a wretched person to be around. Even when she doesn't think you try to move in on her elf, she's a wretched person. Just period. There's only so much room on the shelf, Isabella. Back off. Seriously. Quick scene. The summer green times. There's a knock on Megan's door. It's the lawyer that hates her. He says the sheriff needs him to come down to the station. She's being charged. But uh With what? We don't know yet. I was like, Megan is so stunned. She doesn't even have anything snarky to say. She's like, uh, <laughs> What? Haven't we been down there 20 times in the last two days? Seriously. I Seriously, though, haven't they? Uh. All right. Back in the past, Megan is back in her overalls. You know, she's out of that little slinky dress, back in her overalls and a ponytail, cleaning up after the party. And Luke walks in without knocking. Rude. I mean, he made them ring the bell and everything at his house. I know. And Megan's like, what are you doing here? And he says, I just came by too. And Isabella pops in and says, help us clean up. Because Isabella's like, I don't want to clean up at this party. I wasn't even invited to it. You guys made me stay out in trailer jail. This is lame. 
So, in the winter, Luke and Megan are shopping for New Year's supplies, I guess. I don't know. Luke puts a crown, like a New Year's crown, on Megan's head. And Megan's like, um, that's cute and all. But what do you think Isabella was after when she kissed you? He doesn't know. And asked, whoa, did she say something? And Megan says, well, I just don't understand it. Because she was all for getting us together in the first place. It just doesn't make sense. Luke tells her, well, Isabella's jealous and possessive. She doesn't like when we do stuff without her, you know, like have sex. It's weird. He says, she's only happiest when things are bad between us so she could swoop in with the cape that says super BFF. And I was like, where do you buy one of those? <laughs> I need one. Uh, we need one of those. I need one. I know. Megan says, but things are so good between us. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, okay. uh, when were things good? Like at least two weeks ago. Mm. So Luke says, when we are strong, nothing can come between us. Maybe she wants to break us up so she can have you all to herself. And I was like, this is the typical dude deflect of, obviously she's a lesbian because she cares about you. <laughs> God, I hate Luke. Oh, I, hate I also him. couldn't take any of this conversation seriously because she's wearing that New Year's crown. It's like the tiny Santa hat all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Ugh. And also, did they not clean up? Like, okay, so Steve and Debbie came home after the party right and was it a complete disaster and they were like oh, oh yeah i don't i just don't remember that i guess they were like okay didn't, didn't burn the house down meaning like there's shit everywhere but at least the house is still standing i guess i didn't notice they were too high on napoleon well, no they were on not napoleon dynamite uh, they were high on american on pie, american pie. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah they had to go talk about flutes and stuff yeah. so i guess i just Totally missed that part. In the bad green summer, Stone Cold Steve Chambers slapped some pictures of Megan from some security camera on a table in front of Brent. He tells Brent how Megan has become a hacker and she's breaking into all these computers all the time. And look who brought her into this. Brent's like, no, not that nut job. And it shows a picture of Megan walking into Google Guy's house. Steve says, neg, neg, neg. That is, neg. That is their um, Brangelina name, Ned and Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve says Ned has been after him for years. He probably saw that scuffle in the parking lot and got defensive of Megan and went to the cabin and killed Luke because that makes sense, okay? <laughs> I just said at the end of that, Brent slow blinks. Like, <laughs> what? That's Brent's, like, status quo. Like, huh? But I even, even he, he's like, <laughs> even he's reaching. like, uh, yeah. You're I, reaching that here. does not drag. I can name, like, ten people that didn't like Luke more than this <laughs> right? guy. So. Oh, so the kids are still cleaning the house in the good summer. Luke tells Megan how awesome the party was, and Megan says she's so glad he had fun, and he hints that he doesn't really remember much about the end of the night. He's clearly trying to distance himself from the whole kissing and puking thing. Then he says he needs to go. He has to lock up the cabin before the storm comes. Why? Why? I have questions. Isabella says that Megan should go help him. And Luke's like, well, it would go faster with two of us. And Megan is all in. She's like, oh, my God, that would be great. And Isabella is so proud of herself because she's a nice human being who still decides to do nice things for Megan, even though she's horrible. I love that she offers him a soda. He's like, I'm off beverages. It's <laughs> like, oh, that seems like a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Just no more liquids. No more liquids ever. ever. Yep. <laughs> 
In the bad summer, Megan is in the sheriff's office. They have found evidence of fraud on her computer. They found links to the Department of Licensing and followed it back to her house. And she's being charged with a misdemeanor for making fake IDs. Megan is devastated. Lawyer once again is beside himself. Like, <laughs> why didn't you tell me about this shit? Megan, 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 Megan. Oh, hang on, my computer's doing <laughs> Megan. Is it Megan? Is it making you Irish all of a sudden? <laughs> no, Megan. Megan. Okay, so Megan is flipping out because this will ruin her scholarship, and there's an honor com- honors component, and she can't afford college without it. And I was like, how is college still an option? I thought she was emo for life. I thought that was the whole thing. <laughs> I thought she was doing a whole like. What's her name from the first year? Yeah, that I'm Jeanette. Like, mm. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Okay, lawyer says she reproduced a watermark from a federal website. She's lucky she was 17 at the time. It's over. Sorry. Like, no more college for you. Go live with your mom and your annoying sister. Back in the past good summer, Luke and Megan are carrying in firewood into this cabin because Steve is preparing for an apocalypse <laughs> of thunderstorm by turning off the gas, checking the flashlights. Megan wonders if the flashlights even work, and Luke says... Oh, I can see how you got good grades, and throws a big bag of batteries at her face, like like chucks it at her face, and she's like, <laughs> "Good grades, yeah." Megan's telling him, "I can't remember the last time we hung out, just the two of us." And Luke says, "Yeah, I do." Before Isabella, Megan asks him how he's doing with the breakup, and he says, "I'm fine, but this is cool hanging out with you too." I guess. I like, nobody likes Megan in her overalls. Why are they doing all this? Nobody's staying at the cabin. So who cares if the flashlights work? Nobody's going to be there. This doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. The whole, like, you're, this whole You're right. I'm asking way, I'm asking for way too sense. much. In the blue winter, Megan and Luke are walking out of the party store. Luke is like, oh, I forgot my wallet in the store. I'll be right back. I'm like, wow, how did you forget your wallet in the store but whatever so megan goes to the car she starts to load up all the stuff they got ned sees her and he is belligerent about that new year's crown on her head he is like this is not a joke real irreversible disaster is mere hours away and he's grabbing her and screaming y2k is not a party it's a crisis luke runs over because he's gotten his wallet he's come back out and he shuds shoves shoves ned off of megan and he's like just because you're computer buddies doesn't mean you can put your hands on her and then they start swinging their dicks around and then ned pins luke against the car and goes off about his dad and about how he's gonna get a wake-up call and luke's like whatever like uh don't kill me ned please thanks bye ned chatham goodbyes so this is the scuffle that stone cold steve was talking about to Brent. When you said they started swinging their dicks around, I was like, I do not remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it happened. It's been a while since I wrote these notes, and I was like, wait, what? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was like, he pinned him against the car with his dick? How do you do that? Now that would make this show a little bit more interesting. It would be very much the boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. In the green summer, Megan is walking into a grocery store. I guess she's done at the police station. She runs into Jeff. Apparently not charged. Apparently not charged. She can just go to the store. I got so many fucking questions at the end of this episode. So she runs into Jeff. He's loading 
food into the back of his car. He's getting ready to move into the dorms soon. And he asks her about UW, and she's like, I am actually not sure if that's happening. Turns out I got charged for the fake IDs, and I'm probably going to lose my scholarship. And Jeff's like, oh... Yeah, sorry about that. That is kind of all my fault. Remember that time that Megan walked in and Jeff was there with his dad? Well, he got caught trying to buy beer with his fake ID. And so he just sang like a canary to the sheriff and told him everything about who made it, who did it. It's all Megan. She did it. Megan is livid. He tries to explain, but she just storms off. It's not even a Chatham goodbye. It's like it's an aggressive storming away. I don't know how these two are even having a conversation with, like, a day ago he was calling her a murderer. Right. Like, he just, like, and, like, and he's like, hey, hey get ready for college. Yeah. It's so random. Like, whatever. <sighs> okay, in the winter, Megan is pissed that Luke stepped in for this whole Ned altercation. She's like, I don't need a bodyguard. He's my friend. He's like, well, I guess I, maybe I overreacted. And Megan tells him to chill. <laughs> And then Luke's beeper goes off and he sighs. And I was like, we all sighed when a beeper went off. He's like, Tim's parents came home early, so the party's off. And he's so mad. He says his house is no fun. Let's just do it at your house. And Megan says, no way. Debbie has the flu. And I was like, does she have the flu? Is that what this sickness they've been, like, whatever. I said, imagine if that's the sickness that everyone's been talking about. Debbie has the flu. And those are like extra strength ibuprofen in the the cabinet. Yeah, it's so dumb. (laughs) But then Luke gets the bright idea that his dad just bought an old cannery down by the water, and it's the perfect place for a party. His dad, you know, it's it's just sitting there empty. And Megan says, "Um, I think I just want to cancel. I don't feel good. I think I also have the flu. And, like, Luke's like, I want this to be a night for us to remember for the rest of our lives. Stop being a killjoy, Megan. It's giving fall to House of Usher vibes, just briefly. Yeah. 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 Also, do we think maybe Debbie has the same kind of flu that Megan has, quote unquote? I thought, see, remember, I thought at one time I thought she was pregnant. Yes, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I still kind of wonder. Later that day, I don't know how, time is a construct, (laughs) not a construct in this show, so it doesn't ever go in a straight line. Steve is on the phone when Luke walks in, and Steve is pissed. He's gotten three calls about Luke starting this fight with Ned in a parking lot. He's like, do you enjoy making shit storms? I was like, I would if I knew how to do it. I would just make them all the time. He's like, you are assaulting the town lunatic. You don't go around hitting people. I was like, mm, don't you do that? Isn't that your thing? Like, you hit your kids and stuff? Yeah. But whatever. And he's like, especially Ned, who's with war with me over my property line. It's costing me a fortune. What were you thinking? Luke says... Being a man means standing up for what's right. And I was like, okay. And he's like, he was getting handsy with Megan, and I put a stop to it. Steve Steve says, "Um, good instinct, lousy execution. Kind of like your whole life. (laughs) He's like, you've got to be smarter. Your actions have consequences for this family. Do you understand that? Have you caused enough damage? Go home. Chatham, goodbye. But he didn't leave. He made Luke leave. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so in the good summer... Luke and Megan still at the cabin. Megan is looking for rope because they're going to go secure the kayaks at the dock. 
Megan also finds some walkie-talkies in this box that she's looking through for the rope, and they just laugh about all the good times they had together roaming the woods and how old Luke is a wuss who's scared of his own shadow, but that's that's neither here nor there. So naturally, they decide to take these walkie-talkies that still have battery power after all these years, but the flashlights don't because, you know, that makes sense. And <laughs> they're going to go play in the woods. In the bad green summer... Megan is losing it on Brent because his dad hired someone to spy on her and Ned, apparently. Brent just starts lobbing truth bombs at Megan. Did you know he stole millions of dollars of intellectual property from his last job? Did you know that he assaulted his boss and put him in the hospital? Her face is like, um, yeah, no, I did not know that. He says, (laughs) look, (laughs) I know you didn't do this, but Ned is going down. And if you're not careful, he's going to take you with him. Yeah. Megan's just not. It's like, uh uh-huh. <laughs> Sure. In the winter, back to that same scene, Luke is just now leaving his dad's office from the chat and goodbye, and he sees Brent. And he tells him, Dad called me in to yell at me, so you better not go in there for a while. Also, I farted in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Brent says, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> My advice is just keep your head down and don't argue. You're going to dig yourself a bigger hole. Luke says, I'm speaking of digging bigger holes. Um, <laughs> I was trying to see if I could steal the keys for the cannery, but if dad catches me, I'm dead. Brent says, okay, don't get caught and tossed in the keys. And like, and he, Brent tells him, if you get busted, I will serve you up on a platter <laughs> along with some sex tapes that I made of you and your girlfriend. In the summer, Megan and Luke are running through the woods in slow motion a foot from each other to use these walkie-talkies. <laughs> and I have questions. Like... <laughs> Oh, God. Why? I don't know. Why are they in slow motion? And why are they, like, right next to each other with them up to their mouths, like, can you hear me? No. Where are you? Turn around. And then we get the quickest scene in the wintertime. Megan goes into the bathroom and looks in the mirror, then looks at a pregnancy test and cries because it's positive. And she would bring another snarky, miserable person into the world. Okay, so we're at the New Year's party. And I don't know what party planning committee or company <laughs> they, they hire. There are like 500,000 lights. Decorations everywhere. I was like, they literally. Disco ball, a yeah, DJ. They planned this an hour ago, but okay. The group of the rando friends who we don't really know all their names. They're all hanging out and talking about Y2K. And of course, Jeff is filming. He's got his camera. Back in the woods in the good summer with Megan and Luke. Um, suddenly he realizes he likes her because they stood and looked at a tree for a few minutes. I know it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense on the show either. But before it gets too awkward, she shoves him and yells, race you to the deck. (laughs) At the party, Isabella finds Megan at the punch bowl. She hands Isabella a drink, but pointedly doesn't have one of her own because as she says, quote unquote, I've already had a couple. Megan asks Isabella if she has anything to tell her about yesterday, you know, at the plunge. And Isabella's like, well, what did Luke say? Megan says, well, Luke says that you kissed him. And Isabella's like, oh, yeah, no, that did not happen. He kissed me. Megan flips out because Isabella didn't tell her. What about her loyalty? I was like, she's damned if she does. She's damned if she doesn't. Like, there's no please in this bitch. Isabella says she just chalked it up to a mistake that wouldn't happen again. Clearly, you wouldn't have believed me anyway. You always take his side over mine. Then she chat him goodbyes, and Megan charges off to find Luke. 
I love that Megan says, last I checked, ride or die did not mean macking on my boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, this dialogue. Return of the Mac. Yeah, that's because that, oh. those are the songs we were listening to back That song was amazing. <laughs> Anyways. In the bad summer, Megan is at Ned's asking him to hack into the court database and erase her misdemeanor. Like, oh, no one's okay. going to be like, oh, it's not <laughs> no. there anymore. Oh, it doesn't exist. <laughs> He says, I wish I could, but there's a paper trail. Um, It's too late. You're, you're screwed. She's like, oh, you were my last choice, last chance. Ned, Ned tells her lots of coders don't go to college. Megan says she can't risk being one in a million because she needs a degree. Ned says, well, you only need a degree if you only play by their rules. Megan says the scholarship is not the only reason she's here. Steve thinks you killed Luke. Um, P.S. Bad news. <laughs> he's investigating you and and uh, you're investigating you and your post. You and your past. Oh. Ah, he's investigating you and your past. He claimed you stole <laughs> that post you put on Facebook about him. <laughs> so I'm like, such a what is this? Uh, he's like, he claims you stole IP, intellectual property, and, att- and attacked your boss. And that says, you can't steal what's yours to begin with. And Chatham's goodbyes. Because he's like, <laughs> In the winter, Megan finds Luke talking to his boys. So she kind of stands back and listens to him. And he says, Megan has been chill about the tape and one of the guys says um you've been playing up to isabella so if you want i can take megan and you know luke says in your dreams dude he can handle both these girls no problem he's got them wrapped around his finger the guy said it better if they were wrapped around something else right (laughs) (laughs) and luke says i'm teeing that up no worries he's like i busted a major move with isabella after the plunge she couldn't get enough you saw me with isabella on tape i've done it before i'll do it again and he's got, I'm going to get some practice in for college. And Megan's all watching this like, that's the father of my baby. He's so cool. I said, you know, all the ladies are going to be about this elf dick. What? If they can't find it. <laughs> uh, so Ned Chatham goodbye down to his basement panic room. Megan follows him. He says, if Steve Chambers is going to look into me, then I'm going to look into him. And he's click-clacking on the computer when Megan notices this uh, screen of all the cameras that show all these different parts of the property. She asks how long he's had those, and he says since he moved in. Suddenly, they notice Steve's SUV just plowing 90 miles an hour towards the house. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the dust is kicking up. Megan freaks out about being caught there. Ned tells her that he'll deal with Steve, and she can just sneak out of the back. As soon as she gets outside, she finds Brent standing there. He's like, got his arms crossed. Did he just jump out of the car and be like, yes, he, or was he? He rolled. Like, he just did a roll right out of the car. It was still moving. She thinks he's there to bust her, but he just nods for her to get. Go on, get. So <laughs> Ned has come out of the house and he's got a gun and he's pointing it at Steve and Brent. Steve demands the truth. He knows Ned had something to do with the death of his son. He's going to prove it. Two days ago, he was convinced that it was Megan and or Isabella, but whatever. He says, I'm going to be watching you. Ned tells him to get the hell out of there before it gets ugly. And Brent tries to get Steve to leave, but Steve just yanks his arm away. He's like, don't touch me. I'm going to go stone cold Steve Chambers on your ass. You know, I slammed your head into that (laughs) dashboard once, boy. In the summer, Megan is just wandering in these woods, and Luke is concerned because she might be on Ned's property, and she says, she's fine, she'll watch her landmines, (laughs) haha. Luke says, okay, but I don't want to be the one to explain to Jeff how you lost a leg. Megan says, oh, P.S., beep, beep, 
I bet we broke up. He says, what? Beep, beep. Because this is all over Rocky Ducky. <laughs> she, she says he's, I think it's really sad as they could have just had those Nextels from back then and they would have been golden. Mm-hmm. They did the exact same thing. She says, he's not the only one who got dumped this week. I just didn't want you to be alone. Luke says, are you okay? And she says, yep, I'm good. Didn't even like Jeff. <laughs> so um, Luke is like chatting her up and all of a sudden he turns around and he's standing right in front of Ned. And he's like, uh, and Ned goes, well, your feedback is terrible. Try a different frequency. And Luke says, they do that? And Luke's so confused. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. I got turned around. I didn't realize on your, I was on your land. And Ned tells him, I value my privacy and I don't want anyone trespassing on, on my land. And then he's like, fixes the walkie-talkie for him and says, go get on your line. Luke says, okay. And then heads on back to Megan because he gets lost in the woods. He's like Taylor Swift. (laughs) Taylor Swift is just lost in the woods. So is, um, oh crap, Kristoff also lost in the woods from Frozen 2. Oh. Come on. Okay. You, have you seen Frozen 2? Um, yeah, I got it. My kid sings the soundtrack when he was like, Four, but he's like older now he doesn't watch it anymore how can you forget the lost in the woods song whatever keep going oh the big 80s ballad yes. i'm lost in the, the woods. okay yeah okay in the winter back in the winter jeff is still recording at this like new year's eve party it's 10 minutes to midnight he tells megan that luke was looking for her last chance for a new year's resolution so she spins and looks at the camera and he says what can everyone expect from megan in the new millennium she says i'm going to take charge of my own destiny and stop being played and she's like, uh, he's like, okay. She's like, no matter how well you think you know someone, they can surprise you. And Jeff's like, um, <laughs> all right. So she grabs Isabella and says, we need to talk. You were right. Luke is a total liar. Megan says, how can he do this to me now? And Isabella tells her, well, he wants to be the good guy to everyone. She says, he's just not worth it. Megan says, well, I'm not letting him off that easily. He's not getting away from this. I want to get some serious payback. I want to make Luke wish he's never met us. So Megan walks through the party in slow motion and smiles. She hugs on Luke and kisses him. She's like, oh, we got to live each moment like it's our last. And I was like, isn't that a Hamilton lyric? Mm, I think so. And then he's like, oh, where's Isabella? And Megan says, oh, she bounced. She chatted goodbye to us. Uh, we're good. This next little bit made me laugh out loud. It's so bad. <laughs> anyway. Me too. Okay. In the green summer, the phone rings. Megan answers. And it's the principal. But today she is not Megan's pal, you guys. She says the sheriff told her about Megan's legal trouble. I was like, okay, first of all, whatever happened to you get charged with a crime and then you get convicted of a crime. And yeah, so she has been charged with a crime. She has not pled to anything. There has not been a trial. Technically, her record is completely clean right now. And she was a minor. Right. When it happened. So. And, like, what the, what is this principal doing that's just sitting at home just waiting for kids <laughs> to fuck up? And then what colleges be like, would be like, answer the phone, oh, you're the principal of Chatham High? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So I will take that call. That, let, let me get right on that. Like, college would be like, and who are you? Let me re- put you over to, like, the tuition office like it's so dumb it is so, it is so dumb she says that uh she had no choice but to tell the university of washington and they are rescinding her scholarship cue megan having a complete and total meltdown i'm sorry it's the middle of summer i have not met a principal yet that would even answer the phone this is so, so it is like, every bit of that whole part it's so stupid it's so stupid 
In the woods, Luke finds Megan at the dock by the water. Megan laughs about where they had carved their initials on the dock when they were younger because it was they were so fun back then and they just like hung out together all the time and they're laughing and reminiscing and then they start to kind of hold hands and Luke says those were the best times of his life. He can't imagine his life without her in it. And then he admits that he does remember what almost happened last night. And Megan's like, yeah, well, I mean, everybody was super drunk and acting like idiots. So, I mean, it's totally fine. He says, no, no, I was the one acting like an idiot. And then he kisses her and the music crescendos. And I threw up in my mouth a little bit. So back at the New Year's party, the countdown to midnight has begun. At midnight... Megan and Luke kiss, and she whispers in his ear that they should go back to the cabin and celebrate. Just the two of them. The end, and how are there more episodes? How? Why are there three more episodes? I can't. They have to do, like, one episode of what happened, and they have to do one episode of, like, how it happened from Luke's point of view, I think. Like, they're going to do a Luke's point of view of, like, why he started acting like a D-bag. But still, that's not three. I know, I can't. It's so dumb. And they could have put that into one episode and called it good. Then there's got to be maybe like a twist episode where it's like we think we have it all figured out. And then it's like actually like like at the end of season one. Yeah, I think that I think Luke did something to himself. And then what they did just like moved it along. Yeah, like, I think he or they did something and then left like you were saying before, like left and thought. Once he turns up dead, they're like, oh, shit, we did that. But it really, he yeah. took it farther. Or, like I was talking about, the, that where someone else comes in after they've left and actually finishes the deed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm wondering if, like, Parker <laughs> is involved somehow. Like, they keep bringing this girl around, and I don't really know what her point is. But they, like, I don't know. I don't know if she's involved in that somehow. Like, he fucked her over some way. Or... I think they, I think they drugged him. I think they're going to, well, I think they're going to drug him with this, like, let's have a menage a trois. Let's, uh, they drug him and then they were going to like record it and like to make him look stupid. Like, look at his tiny elf dick or something. (laughs) And then I don't know where the gun plays in. I, I haven't figured that part out, but like they drug him. They're like, oh, we'll leave him in this embarrassing predicament. And then he fell out and walked, got up, stumbled out in the water and drowned. I don't know. Yeah, I I, don't know. I think Brent is involved. I think he, yeah. I think he might be the person who comes in after the fact and has a confrontation with Luke. And maybe Luke's all hooped up on these meds and says a bunch of shit to Brent that he's wanted to say for forever. And Brent grabs the gun and like shoots. And then Luke's all despondent about this breakdown of his relationship with his brother. And then he walks out on the do- dock, falls in. And so really not any of them actually killed him, but they like all feel like they're responsible or something. I don't know. Dumb. I hope I, Debbie dumb. shot him. And also what is in the bag? What was in that bag of stuff that she was bag? like? Yeah, what what is the bloody stuff? Is it Luke's blood? Is it miscarriage blood? That's like, what, what I kind of think. Blood? That's what I think. Or or like um, or she took the pill and like at home, you know. Mm. So and maybe that I don't know. Maybe that was what she's wearing. I don't know. I think it's related to the pregnancy. I don't think it's related to what happened to Luke because he didn't really have any injuries on him that would have right. made that much blood. 
Right. So, and he didn't mean, well, I mean, he got, he had like a, an abrasion for on his ear yeah, from the gun. Right. So that's what makes me think that like he was either trying to shoot himself or some, something like, and I don't know. I don't know. I want him to be dead. <laughs> I just want it to be over. <laughs> Tell me how many died. And like, at this point, I'm just like, I want to look at spoilers, but I won't. But no, I want to. I won't either. No, we're not going to keep dragging our feet. We're going to fucking get this done. So we can get out of this universe forever. And on to a worse one. Because there's always a worse one There's out there, always so. a worse one. They're not fun to talk about if they're not absolutely terrible. Sure. I mean. Remember how hard it was to talk about uh, Ted Lasso? Oh, <laughs> I know. I still haven't watched the last season. Me neither. They don't have the apple. Ugh. So sad. I didn't finish season two because I kept getting the bad vibes from, um, um, oh crap, the assistant coach guy, no, not uh, Beard, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, and I kept reading all these things like about how he turns into a jerk, and I was like, I don't want to see that. So I'm all set with where I left off. Everybody was happy ish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Let's see. Tell us about your most memorable New Year's Eve. I have only gone out for, or only done anything for New Year's that I can remember once. And it was Y2K. And I didn't want to go anywhere. I was kind of nervous about Y2K. But um, (laughs) my boyfriend at the time, who was like, I was 23 and he was 30 something he was like recently divorced and I was like oh yeah we're gonna get married um no we were not he had no desire to do that (laughs) whatsoever he and his brother wanted to go to the casino so we went to the casino and why like the whole y2k and I was like the whole time going we're going to die we're going to die yeah that's like the worst it's gonna be awful Yeah, and then nothing happened, and we're like, okay. And then he broke up with me the very next day. Oh my god! That's my one that I remember. Yeah, the very, very next day. So the first New Year's Eve that Tweet and I were together, he wanted to impress me, so he bought a ticket for us to. It was like this big club. It was like multi levels, like with a bunch of different bars in it. And you, when you got this ticket, you could go to each of the bars and you could just float around. There's music and on like you had all these drink tickets included and it was you know, it was theoretically it seemed like fun. But when we got there, it was so crowded. We went to the first bar and it took like 45 minutes to get to the bar to use the drink ticket. And after we did that, and we went to the next bar, and the line was even longer. We were like, do you just want to go back to the hotel room, and we'll just, like, hang out and watch TV and, like, whatever? And he, and he was like, yeah, let's do that. So I don't even know how much he had paid for these tickets. I know it was, like, at least $100 a piece. And we just said, screw it. And we just went back to the hotel room, ordered some food, watched TV, and it was so much more fun than being around all those people. But, yeah. But that was nice, because... You know, I just realized that I just wanted to be around him. <sighs> well, the, that guy broke up with me, and then my guy friend came over with ice cream, which I, I'm like, I don't Aww. want ice cream. I don't want to eat it all. <laughs> and that guy friend turned into my husband. So we started oh dating by the 9th God. of January. Yeah, by the That's 9th of January, we were a couple. freaking story I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He tried to get with me for a while, and I've been like, mm hmm, okay. And then I was like, oh, I'm broke up. No, I guess we can. 
All right, people, beat that story because you can't. But if you want to try, you can send your New Year's Eve story to many, many different places like where, Tiffany? Well, you can send us an email at that so original podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website at that so original podcast.com. You can go check out our amazing and hilarious memes at that so original podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you really want to mix it up, you can go to that so pod on X formerly known as Twitter. Um, you can like us and review us on Spotify and iTunes. Just hit that little star on Spotify and follow <laughs> us and pledge your devotion. Write us a review. That would be cool. And yes. anything. Because we are like a podcast that's not garbage, you know? Like we might yeah. make fun of people looking like elves, but we're at heart good people ish so you should leave a nice review for us and you know just that would be really great if you thinks that'd be really cool then we could live in million dollar apartments someday (laughs) so fun yeah thanks Mm -hmm. could you please make our dreams happen okay everybody well thanks for listening we'll be back next week unfortunately we got more of this shit to do but we're just gonna try to make it as fun as possible and yeah so we'll see you there bye bye